0: You're listening to the Quince
1: Podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Menra Doji Sahani, the sports editor at The Quint. Now, the BCCI is going to be making Rs 118 crore from every single IPL match broadcast over the next five year cycle. And this money is just from the media rights alone. There will, of course, be more from the title rights and the other sponsors. This podcast today is about the big media rights auction that happened over the last few days. The big key takeaway digital is now king, or Viacom 18 have made a big error in judgement as the digital rights of the league have been sold for more than the TV rights. Viacom 18 bagged IPL's digital rights for Rs 23,758 crore or Rs. 57.94 crore a match, while Star India backed the TV rights for 23,575 crore or 57.5 crore a match. Now, what this means for the two companies, we've covered expansively on our website. But today, with me is Amrit Mathur, someone who's worked closely with the IPL and the BCCI in the past, and we'll talk about what the Rs. 48,000 crore coming in means for the BCCI. Indian Premier League is just 15 seasons old and already it's become the second biggest sports league in the world as far as per match revenue is concerned, second only to America's NFL. Lots of reason to celebrate for the BCCI, but Amrit, apart from this crazy money coming in, what does this mean for Indian cricket as a whole? How much of it trickles down to the people who aren't, you know, exactly part of the glitz and the glamour of the Indian Premier League?
1: Well, there's a lot of money which has come into cricket, you know, a pro- approximately 10,000 crores every year. As per the IPL and BCCI understanding, half of it goes to the teams, the rest remains with the BCCI. So we're looking at 5,000 crores each year minimum with the BCCI to do whatever it wants to. Now, again, there's a formula where a lot of it goes to the state associations. So the larger picture is BCCI is rich, all the state associations stand to receive a large amount of money And uh, the board has just announced higher pensions, so hopefully some for the players.
0: Would you also say in a way this signifies a power shift? Uh, BCCI Secretary Jaish Shah has already said the league will have a a two-and-a-half-month window from the next ICC FTP. This time we had two months with 74 matches and half Of the Indian team right now, as we can see, during the South Africa series is either out with an injury or is resting. So if we have an even longer tournament, what does this mean, you know, for uh, international cricket?
1: It sort of confirms whatever has been an informal understanding till now that the IPL will be played in a certain window and there will be no other competing league or tournament or bilateral matches in that period. So what the Secretary has said actually only confirms Uh, what has been an informal understanding till now, that the IPL will be uh, for a certain period. It might be expanded to 94 matches or whatever, going uh, up from whatever it is now. So, A, everybody in the world understands that this is a Premier League, and everybody directly or indirectly benefits from this. The players benefit, foreign country players who play. Don't forget that the BCCI pays a certain part of the player's contract to the home country of the Player. So if, say, Kent or Middlesex release a player, uh, the ECB and the county is receiving a part of that upside of the player's contract. So it's in everybody's interest now, with more money into the IPL, to play ball, stay uh, on the right side of the IPL. So that's one. Secondly, you spoke about excessive cricket. I don't think an addition of 10 matches is going to make a difference to what is existing. But yes, uh, there has to be sort of clear rules about um, uh, players' workload being managed, especially the Indian players, because we tend to play more than others. Also, there has to be clarity about players prioritizing within India, IPL, Ranji Trophy and others. So I think uh, we have a system of contracted players and there are clauses in the contract which lay down the responsibilities and obligations from both sides. So I think those contracts have to be better... Uh, <clears throat> framed to ensure that for um, not enough reasons, people don't miss Ranji. Let me give you an example. There's no reason for Vidimanj Saha to be missing Ranji trophy, which has been played today. He was a contracted player. He just can't go into a sulk and say, just because some official made a derogated remark about me, I'm not playing. So, I think when you have this kind of money and you have a bit of professionalism, it has to percolate down to everything, including ensuring players of contracts, ensuring those clauses in those contracts are honoured, ensuring that people don't miss a game for some strange reason. Uh, It's happening all over, not only for the Indian team, it's happening in state teams. The top Indian players and top IPL players do not turn up for Ranji anymore. So I think there has to be stricter control about how you manage players, how you deal with them professionally, etc.
0: Also being answerable to the broadcaster and the digital rights holder and the title sponsor. um, You know, we saw in 2020 when the pandemic hit, the BCCI got the IPL together first and then, you know, played international cricket. So, you know, is that something we're going to have to see more of because, you know, the board is going to be answerable to so many different parties, has so much money at stake with the IPL?
1: Well, it's quite clear that IPL is your premier tournament now. More important than certainly more important than anything domestic dilip irani ranji and certainly more important than bilateral games so i think the only international commitment which will take priority uh, which you can't really mess around with would be the icc events the world cups whether it is for the men's the you know the the uh, the 50 over the 20 over the Women's World Cup, the under 19 So there you have an obligation to participate in ICC because you're part of the larger organization. So apart from that, I think it's very clear that IPL is the major and the premier uh, property and event for the BCCI. And um, apart from IPL, the next priority would be for hosting matches in India because that's where the money is. When we go to England, it's England who makes money. But when England comes to India, it's the media rights of uh, the test matches and India uh, one-day games which kick in. So I think the the pecking order is very clear. IPL on top, Indian team commitments in India after that. Obviously, ICC went separate.
0: Uh, There was also, you know, so much talk during this 2022 IPL about how maybe senior players should have been rested. Like we're seeing, half of them have been rested after the IPL, but during an international bilateral series. So, you know... um, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, they're not getting any younger and with the thir- 94 match ipl scheduled in 2027 that's that's what the bcci sold they sold a package of 410 matches across the next five seasons 74 for the first two but in 2027 you're going to be playing they're going to be playing 94 matches in a season that's probably what a three month long ipl uh, you know but also with all the money that's been coming in that will be coming in will the bcci have the power to tell the broadcaster that no listen we're going to be prioritizing you know the rest and the fitness of our senior players and have people Players like Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, possibly some of the biggest names in Indian cricket. Even then, you know, can they just like decide to rest them, or you know, is there going to be a few conversations to be had with the broadcaster and all the stakeholders, and, and maybe a few answers to give?
1: Well, if there is a 94-game IPL <clears throat> over two and a half months or whatever, obviously there has to be serious workload management of your top players. You can't expect a fast bowler, a boomerah, or you know somebody else. Uh, you know, maybe Umran Malik you know, going through the grind of uh, so many matches in summer. So there has to be, I think, a closer look at how you rest players, when you get them to play, how do you save them for important ICC events or for a crucial bilateral series. So that's one aspect. The other is that um, there's a very interesting clause in the IPL where a contracted player, if he's rested, for instance, if Virat Kohli is rested in the IPL because of the BCCI wanting to take a rest. Virat's earnings are covered. Virat will be paid his full contracted value. So I don't think the top players are ever going to complain because if there's more money in the IPL, more player parts, the salaries of top players will increase and they can always take a break citing workload management and their salaries are protected. So that's not an issue. Uh, but you know-
0: if I were just ask then, just for clarification, if if they're still being paid salaries by by the franchises or by the BCCI?
1: Well, uh, the, again, there's a complicated arrangement by which uh, uh, the BCCI pays if the BCCI pulls out a player or tells the franchise to uh, to rest him, and the BCCI already insured that amount with an insurance company. Uh, similarly, you know, uh, there are clauses where the the franchise takes insurance. To protect against injuries, non availability, etc. So I think it's a very complicated thing because when so much money is involved, people have to take precautions to save themselves from a financial hit.
0: Just one more question about the digital rights. We, of course, have seen that, you know, for the first time, digital rights went for higher than TV rights. Uh, I think the number is uh, 23,758 crore that Wycombe 18 spent and 23,575 crore that uh, star India backed the TV rights for. As somebody who's been associated with the game and attached to the game from the very beginning, to this league from the very beginning, is this a number that you thought would, you know, Firstly, actually, if this is this a number you thought we'd reach this season, 48,000 crore? And secondly, did you ever did you think that this would be the time after 15 seasons that we have, uh, you know, the digital rights going for higher than the TV rights?
1: Well, last five years the trend has been quite clear There is digital, which is you know rising and expanding, and is going to be the major the platform on which uh, the you know the you know, TV broadcast. Oh, sorry, the IPL would be broadcast and consumed, but um, Nobody really expected such a you know phenomenal turnaround where it's actually exceeded the numbers for television, but that shows a, that how we are transforming as people, how the digital space is more important in everybody's life, how mobile phones have penetrated across India, rural India, modern India, everybody. So I think it's a trend from which cricket and sport has benefited, and it. Really increases the number of consumers. It increases the the convenience of watching a match. You are not stuck to a television in front of in front of a television at your home. You can you know, view it anywhere. So the media and the business experts expected this. They expected a major major surge, but I think the ultimate numbers have been quite you know, surprising.
0: And as I said, that was my last question. Thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us, Samridh sir, and thank you all for tuning in.